So the day my initial thought was uh, we were going to play a, a, a repeat or a rerun. Um, I'll see how that goes because um, God put something on my heart and I was like, oh, wait, you want me to share that now or you want me to share it another time? And the, the scripture was on me and I was like, I don't know, should, am I supposed to do this or not? And then Minister Edwards got up there and she quoted it this morning. And I was like, okay, so it's this confirmation. <laughs> it's your way of saying I'm supposed to do this. So it just kept burning on me as worship was going on. Like, you need to share that with them because it's an encouraging word. So I said, I will. So we just going to call this the gift. And... We're just going to go ahead and, and start with it and let's make it happen. It's in Isaiah chapter nine and it's verses six and seven. And it was weird because I was sitting with this word and you know how I started breaking things down and analyze it. Then I started looking to the concordance to see what the different words around it meant and how powerful it was. But what I saw instead of seeing the depth of the power of Christ and who he was and who he is and God's picking him for us with this real specific intention, what it took me right back to was covenant, which is where I always seem to go. And as I go through this with you today, and this is a powerful Christmas message, if you want to call it that, but the gift, um, it's a gift from God to us, Christ, the salvation, the savior is a gift. And so when we give away gifts on Christmas and we give away things, I like to, I really want to keep my focus on the gift. You understand what I'm saying? The ultimate gift is not, when people ask me this year, what do you want? I said, I don't want anything. Do you, do you want something? Eh, not really. Something you need? Nope. Not at all. And I decided this year, this was me. I wasn't asking for nothing and I wasn't giving nothing. No, I wasn't being cheap. I could afford to give gifts. I just felt that this year it needed to be about something more than physical substance. It needed to be about the real reason. And I began to meditate on the gift that was given to me and you and the world. So starting at verse six says, for unto us a child is born and unto us a son is given and the government should be upon his shoulders and his name shall be wonderful counselor, the almighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order and upon his kingdom to order it and order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth forever and ever the zeal of the lord of hosts will perform this and i looked at it and i went whoa what a gift what a gift I always looked at this as describing the power of the Lord or, 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 or the dynamic of the Savior or the, the you know, the, his, his 
magnitude and his awesomeness. But no, I saw it this time as the gift. Watch this, right from the very first beginning of it. For unto us, who's us? A child is born. Well, we didn't have this child. So that means this child was born, you say unto us, Old Testament, and for us, a child is born. See, right away, that changes the whole context of it. And for us, or unto us, gift a gift to us, as a gift to us, a child was born. And as a gift to us, a son is given. given. Watch this. And the government should be upon his shoulders. And I didn't get much further than that. Because this is the thing that jumped out at me. This gift to us, a child is born. This gift to us, unto us, the son is given. And the government should be upon his shoulder. Children of God, take this in for a minute. You have a child? You got children? A couple of people here got babies? How many people give birth to a child and put the government on the shoulders? How many, and I'm going to break down the government should be upon his shoulders. The word is actually on his back. He should be carrying the weight of the government of your life, of the things that he's come for. Not the government that Donald Trump is in, not the government that Joe Biden is in. He's talking about that government. That government's not on his shoulder. He's talking about the governing or the government of your life of those who he's been given to. Did you catch that? He's been given to you to govern. Basically, this child was born and given to you to carry your stuff, to bear your burden. He was born and given to carry your weight and the governing of your life on his shoulder. Wow. Come on, come on, come on. Come on in with this. This is this is real. And, and, the, and the government or the governing will be upon his shoulders and he shall be called wonderful counselor. So who gives birth to a child to counsel you? You give birth to a child to counsel the child. But this child has been given to you to counsel you. To be, that's why it says cast a whole of your cares upon him because he cares for you. Don't take his burden. He takes yours. God, my goodness. Let, let me see if I can help you walk through this. Because when you think about Jesus, you think about Jesus being thousands of years old and long time ago before I was born. So therefore, he's old enough to understand all this. And he was with God from the beginning and all of this. But when this word was spoken, this child was not yet born. So these people had to understand that this promise to them was going to be a child who was going to be their leader, their ruler, their governor, and, and the direction of their lives, and that he would counsel them. I need you to picture Jesus just not ever being born yet, and he's a promise to you to come. Ruth got babies. Sophie's got a baby. If I said to you and your counsel and the governing of your life will be on DJ's head, you would be like, wait, what? That, that, no, I got to take care of him. 
So this promise is, no, this counsel, this child being born is being born to counsel and govern you. When you look into the face of this child, I need you to understand this is your king. This is your ruler. This is the one who will die and take away the sins of the earth. This is the one who has come to set straight all that was made crooked. This is the government that he has charge of. And if you surrender to that government or to that governor, he will guide you. Your weight will be on his back. What a gift. What a gift. So let's, let's break this apart. Just this one verse. And the government would be a, a simple word. In the Hebrew, it's to rule, to dominate, to control. So the rule and, and the one who dominates the governing of who you are is this child to come, which we now know as Jesus. But we're pretending we don't know. We're pretending we're reading this before he came into the earth. Can, can you humor me with that? Because this was written before he was born. So we need to take into mind that this is a promise that before you were yet in your mother's womb was made unto you. So even though you may be grown now and you interpret it as something that was done, this is still a promise today as fresh and new as it was back then because for a person who's not yet saved, this baby, this child was coming. And so when, when, when you read the scripture, when it says that a lion will lay with a lamb and a child should lead them, this, is again talking about the governing of a child that would be given with wisdom and strength and power and, and, and oh my God. The Christ was given to us. I accepted Christ in my life. No, no, no. He was given for you. Well, I remember when I first got said, no, 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 no. He was given and born and given to you, this was your gift. My God, this was the gift that God chose to give us even in the fallen state of our lives. This is the gift, right? It would be upon his shoulder, like I shared with you already, that the real word for that is it would be on his back. He would be carrying it on his back and he would be called wonderful. Now, this is where it gets really, really interesting. Wonderful means, listen close, an extraordinary and hard to understand thing. Oh, Jesus is wonderful. No, it's saying wonderful and he will be called wonderful meaning hard to interpret, hard to explain, hard to put into words. Are you understand how I'm, you see how much trouble I'm having with this message? Because it's just so packed with stuff. He will be called wonderful hard to describe. So when you say he's wonderful, what do you mean by his wonderful? It just makes me feel good and bubbly inside. That's not the definition of wonderful. Wonderful means hard to comprehend, hard to understand, hard to grasp, hard to take in. 
who art man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him and you crown him with glory. What, what is it about us that you love us so much that as undeserving as we were, you would give us this gift, that you would give us this child straight from the womb of God, so to say, and you would give this child to us with the understanding that he would govern us. He would carry our weight on his back. Powerful. Um, but then the other definition of it is the wonder of God in acts and judgment and redemption. So he would be called wonderful because he would be hard to comprehend, but he also came with God's judgment and acts that was deserved of us with the pack impact in redemption. Come on, you, you, you got to take this, man. You got to take this. This is a hallelujah moment right here. He's saying that he came with the wonder of God and his judgment and the acts of judgment, but it's packaged in redemption. So he came as the governor, meaning as governor, your punishment do you was strong and sharp on him, but he came with it packaged in redemption. It's the gift. This is what the season is about. It's the gift. Okay. Whew, Jesus. Yeah, I'm trying not to get emotional here. This is just, this is just some heavy stuff. So he's the wonderful counselor, the mighty God. We know who that is, the only one mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Well, I can break all of that down for you, but I'm going to keep this simple. We understand he's the wonderful counselor. We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about the mighty God, the everlasting father, and the prince of peace. And then we're going to bring it home. You want this? You ready for this? You ready for this? Okay. So he's called the wonderful counselor. We know what a counselor is, but let me help you out. Ready? This child is born and given to you to advise, to consult, to give counsel, to purpose, to devise, and to plan. The, go the governing of your life will be on his shoulder to give you advice, to counsel you, to, to give you purpose, and devise, and plan for you. You know what your problem is? You're doing it yourself. I heard somebody say this not too long ago. I thought it was a very good point. He said, you want to make God laugh? Tell him your plan. Tell him your plan. He's the counselor. We should not be coming up with a plan and then going to God with it and praying that he bless it. He's the counselor. He was born for that. He was put into the world and born for that to give us the plan and counsel of us. And, 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 and in, a, in a wonderful way, meaning a way that you can understand or describe or, or, or make sense of in your logic. So he's a wonderful counselor. He's just such a wonderful guy. He's just so sweet and kind. That's not what it means. That's the church mess, but that's not what it means. Wonderful counselor means he counsels in ways that you can't understand or figure out. 
He counsels from a perspective that it just blows your mind and goes beyond you. And it's hard to understand. It said extraordinary, the word wonderful. Extraordinary, hard to understand thing. He's a wonderful, unpredictable, unfathomable counselor. So stop asking the Lord to counsel you in the mundane and let him counsel you in the extraordinary. Huh. Let's just sit with that for two seconds. I would prefer for God to not have to be limited to counseling me in what's around me in my three dimensions and, and my four walls. But I want him to give me counsel that freaks me out and goes, that absolutely makes no sense. I don't understand that at all. That is beyond my imagination. However, if that's your counsel, you know how to bring it to pass. Who's with me on this one? Who's with me on this one? Is this speaking to anybody today? You just look so straight faced. Listen, well, if it's not for you, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll take yours and mine too. <laughs> I'll take it all. Now, here's where it gets deep. The mighty God, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. I want to bring this home on this note. Mighty. I don't have to break down mighty. You know what that is. All strength, all might, all power. We got that. Mighty God. The, the, the definition of mighty or the word mighty being there really doesn't serve the purpose once you put the word God there. I think the purpose of the mighty God is to say there is none other. There is no other mighty God. There are gods of all sorts and all kinds, but the, making it exclusive, mighty, but the word God is the word that we need to look at, right? And it's strength, might, almighty, a single deity, godly great, power strong, compared to the word El, like El Shaddai or El Elohim and all of that. So he's saying it's he's that God, he's the El. There is no other. There's nobody stronger or nobody different. So the word mighty is just there to emphasize the word El or God. I'm, there's a point to this, I'm gonna get to it. Ready for this? The everlasting father, that means once you step into the relationship, he's your father forever. It doesn't fall away. It doesn't fade out because you had a bad day or you wasn't as good as you could be. He's an enduring, never giving up, never fainting, perpetual forever, continuing into the future, ancient from your past, um, continuous in existence, forever the God of existence. So he's your, are you listening? You listening? your everlasting father. Let's not ever take that light again. 
we're talking about the gift. This is the gift. This is what Christmas is. You want what I want for Christmas? This right here. This gift that was given that I'm not taking full advantage of, but I'm doing it now. And the Prince of Peace. Now, peace, shalom, is a state of spirit, mind, body, finance, health, everything. The word shalom is not have a good day. Peace, peace, brother. No, shalom is all-encompassing. It covers every angle of your life, from your mind to your body to your pocket to your everything else, to your social, to your relationships. Shalom. Watch this. He's the prince of it. He he calls it. And I want to take this with it. I want you to take this with you because we're bringing it home now. Prince is the ruler, the leader, the chief, the chieftain, the official captain, um, the vessel of noble officiant. He's under the king. Watch this. Under God. Captain, general, commander, chief overseer. He is the holder and controller and the, and the shot caller of your shalom. Well, I'm just praying for peace. Well, go to the one who's in charge of that. He controls that. Just go get some. Some of you right now might need to go to get, get go to, to the prince and get some shalom. That's yours now. You with that? And I'm gonna bring it home. The wonderful counselor broke it down. The mighty God, the only L, the everlasting father from beginning to end and throughout all eternity, the prince of peace. Got it? Say it with me. The wonderful counselor, the mighty God, come on, the everlasting father, the prince of peace. Some powerful titles, aren't they? Yeah? Let's go back. For unto you a child was born, and unto you a son was given. The God that created everything, the wonderful counselor, the mighty God, the heavenly father, everlasting father, the prince of peace was given to you. Unto you was born and given the creator of all things and the controller of everything that ever was and ever will be was born and given to you. Merry Christmas.